That was Double Vision by Foreigner. That is a uh, interesting choice. Uh, <laughs> what 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 led to that? What led to that choice today? All right. So, uh, Bob, as you and I are well aware, we had an incident last week which prevented us from publishing an episode. Uh, and, I thought yeah. that's I thought that's why you were choosing this. <laughs> I, just wanted yes. to, I wanted to confirm. Yeah. yeah, that was, I, I realized Double Vision isn't quite the same, but when I Googled Deja Vu music, I, I just got like this Beyonce song that I wasn't actually sure, like never really said Deja Vu in the lyrics. Uh, and then there was this Crosby, Stills and Nash recording, which was so chill. And I was like, okay, you know, I might be all about meditating and self-hypnosis this week, but I'm not that, I'm not Crosby, Stills and Nash chill, so... <laughs> Yeah, I was, uh, I was double, double vision is a good choice. I was, I was, for some reason, I knew you were going to choose something like in this <laughs> realm. I, um, I had my odds laying on, uh, uh, spin me right round. Uh, that's what I had my internal odds are. And I was going to, um, you know, give you myself know, a little self high five. That's a good pick. We should let you do the music choice next week, you know, because uh, I know our, our last episode was a, a crushing blow to both you and me. And uh, maybe you should get to reflect your feelings in song choices as well. But, you know, Bob, as you are our co-host and sound engineer and producer and tech support um, on our merry <laughs> boat of two people, maybe you can explain what happened. Uh, okay. I mean, I don't know exactly what happened, but Bob, I, do know the I just end gave result. you this like amazing, like right up. <laughs> well, you know, you could have just said our, our incompetent co-host, Bob. Uh, <laughs> Play uh, your strengths, to, to Bob. Be... We were doomed. Yeah, it well, was inevitable that doom was yeah. going to strike our, our, our little boat and, and sink our mm -hmm. episode. Consider it performance art. Um, <laughs> But basically, uh, you know, the the software that uh, that we use um, is it's is free. somewhat it's limited. What it is. It's free. It's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. You know, the adage you get what you pay for. So we got what we are paying for. <laughs> the uh, so last week we did an episode that um, you know we covered quite a bit, and it was amazing. I personally, it was. Oh my god, you have no idea how good so it was. Good. So, so good. good. Uh, uh, it actually was pretty funny. I, I did enjoy listening to it, but the audio was just off, very distracting. The 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 decibel level between you and I was was just, I guess, too great. Mm. It was like and I was yelling just... and you were in a little box. Mm -hmm. Yes, I did. I did have a third party uh, listen to it because you know we were like, oh, should I even publish this or not? And the feedback that I got from uh, the third party was that it was pretty distracting and probably not worth um, worth publishing wow. just because it would 
yeah, yeah. Which is unfortunate because he did enjoy the mm-hmm. uh, enjoy the content, yeah. but such is life. Such is life. And so for our dear viewers, I'm sorry, I don't know why I keep calling them viewers, listeners, uh, do understand that we do have standards. I too am shocked, but there they are. Mm. And we will attempt to pick up some of those pieces of beautiful content of which, of course, was so amazing, can never be reduplicated between myself and yeah. Bob. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was one of those, you know, you know, when when, uh, when the right moment strikes and you can't uh, reproduce it, it's it's what it was. Glorious. So, you know, well, it was glorious. You'll just have to trust. Us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someday, if we ever set up a Patreon page, um, mm-hmm. we will uh, maybe make it available as as a gift to anybody who, for some godforsaken reason, would give us money. I can't imagine why. Uh, you know, it's like. Not like we ever got sponsorship off the body bag people after promoing their amazing like product. I can't imagine why not, but you know, it's it's so it's um you know as far as our our quality with the recording, given that it wasn't quite up to standards, it reminds me of uh, have you ever heard of the Game of Thrones uh, pilot that was uh, never aired? No. Have you ever heard of this? Never heard of it. So I know. Okay, so when Game of Thrones was first shot, um, the pilot apparently was so horrible, it was just absolutely atrocious, that they scrapped it and they reshot the pilot. In fact, they actually recast a couple of the actors that was in it from the original pilot, yeah, which um, the, the test audiences found it incredibly confusing nobody knew what the relationships were it was pretty unclear <laughs> it must have been truer to uh, the book than the actual series then <laughs> actually it uh, so it actually was it, they did have a couple of scenes in um in the pilot episode that they did change uh because you know th- there was one story of you know jason momoa who plays Khal drogo and then uh, the original daenerys targaryen in their wedding scene uh she was on a horse and the horse jumps over a little thing of fire and when they were trying to film this in the pilot the horse would go near the fire and be like no because <laughs> <laughs> they, they were gonna use a real so apparently that was they were trying to edit that together and Whoa. um so we're yeah. just like game of yeah. thrones we have we are like just like game of thrones yeah, we have game of you know thrones why because problems too Whoa. it would totally <laughs> the, the fa- fans of the show are dying to see this they want this aired so and the actors don't want it oh, aired man. you know like they but yeah no you're right we're just like them we've like got glorious battle mm-hmm. scenes we've got me eating like yeah. a cow heart i'm sorry a horse heart and failing I, there was all kinds of stuff that happened in our last episode. No one will. You, the visual, you had a dragon. Visual effects are unbelievable. Visual effects are unbelievable. Yeah. Even, even yeah, better. I can't believe what you went through to like get that dragon around and like do all those tricks. Amazing. Couple of sleepless <laughs> nights. Couple of sleepless nights down there. Uh, the we're never trying that hard so, again. No. No, that's what no. we get. That's so. Lesson learned, you know, just phone it in. (laughs) There's less to lose, less to lose in life when you phone it in. That's right. And just for everyone's knowledge, we literally are phoning it in. Bob and I record this off of our phones. Yeah, it's a cell phone. (laughs) I literally send you a text message and then you call in 
and we have a phone call and we record it. There's no studio. There's no microphone. There's nothing. I'm on a cell phone right now. But but we 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 are just uh, uh you know special for people who who haven't thrown up their their hands in disgust. We have a special surprise at the end of the show for everyone. So stick around. We do, we do. So yeah, so anyway, that now that we know uh, why we yes not been around for a week. Uh, how, what have you been up to uh, this week? Well, there? actually, you know, it's interesting to review our, our item list because turns out that what I've been up to this week is almost the same as what I was up to last week. So last week I was really trying out, um, you know, as I, I've been mentioned and as our listeners may or may not be aware, uh, both you and I are kind of purveyors of like at-home meal services. And I had been like, waxing about Martha and Marley Spoon and all of the loveliness that, you know, that we got there. And I just, you know, I was really digging it. And then I was trying a free trial for HelloFresh. So I went through a week of HelloFresh. And as I disclosed to you in our stunning, glorious episode where I wept tears of remorse and self-loathing, I, <laughs> I still find it hard to say, Bob, I, I think I might be a snob. Uh, and and I I uh, I think I'm in the same boat. I I think I am generally in life somebody that hates the idea of snobbery. I just don't I, I don't like it. I it's a form of arrogance, and I have a uh, I, I I am off put by arrogance. God, right? It but, burns. It um, burns. If, if I'm being objective, uh, somebody an external person would probably think of me as a snob because I do like mm -hmm. nice, nice mm -hmm. things. And, and I, um, I can't hide that. I, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, I just gravitate towards that. So I kind of am a little bit self-loathing about yeah. it. As well. Well, this I'm is, kind of a self-loathing snob. This is snob. what happened. So I, I bought the HelloFresh and you know, it all fell apart for me when I opened up that box and I discovered they had pre-tipped my green beans. And for people who, who may or may not know, when you get vegetables, very commonly, you'll tip them by cutting off the ends of carrots, of green beans. Usually that's where there's like a stem or um, some kind of, you know, the, the end is a little, I don't know, dirtier or unappealing. Mm -hmm. But my green beans had been pre-tipped. And then I got a bag of carrots that had been pre-shredded. And the, both the green beans and the carrots, and, and as I said, in this time of pandemic and uncertain supply chain, especially, it, 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 it like does something to the integrity of the vegetables. My carrots were just not looking so great. My green beans were, you know, but the, the, the bad thing, is, not the bad thing, but I feel a little weird about it is once I cooked it, HelloFresh gave me this sauce that I mixed with butter and I covered it all in sauce and butter. And I couldn't tell the difference, but in my heart, I know, I know they were pre-tipped. I know they were pre-shredded, you know, and that, that just bothers me in HelloFresh. I, 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 I do understand. I get it. I mean, from a practical standpoint, I don't like when some of these um, meal services create additional shortcuts. I understand why they do it. I think there's probably a market mm -hmm. for it and people are looking to save time mm -hmm. and uh, totally understandable. Uh, my my position on sort of that trade-off spectrum is I would rather put a little bit more time in it and not have as many shortcuts, only because, one, going back to what you were saying, I think now you, you 
you were not able to tell the difference in in the 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 quality of the the, the food of the vegetables. But I can't help but wonder if that was because of, as you're implying, the the heavy uh, flavor, oh, yeah. you know, butter or sauce. And or something I did to put totally imply that, didn't I? I covered it all. Well, see, and, and we'll, we'll we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> but I think it also harms the shelf life uh, of these uh, of, of that. Um, the more shortcuts they take, it's like the more immediate mm-hmm. that you have to to make yeah. it. And I think it just messes a little bit with your with your scheduling. And I actually um, have, you know, I know a lot of people plan out meals ahead of time, and I kind of do, but I do like a little bit of flexibility because um, on the day of, I may decide that I want something instead of something else, and I like to be able to mm-hmm. make that uh, adjustment, you know, yeah. and just have a have like a backlog of maybe two to and three. And exactly. Hours. And you kind of you lose that. You lose is, that ability. Yes, you're absolutely right. And to, to even tack on more, because like we're going whole hog on whole hog, ugh. <laughs> we're going whole Iberian acorn fed hog on this today. The, um, <laughs> the, the, what's the real luxury here, right? Because the, the monetary cost difference between HelloFresh and, and Martha Stewart, it, it might be like, maybe I think like 10 or 15 bucks a week. Right. And the hilarious part mm-hmm. is, is I spend more effort on the more expensive one and I'm happy about it. So you know, what does that mean? Is it like, what makes it, what makes it luxury? The, is it the time? The fact that I can buy this and that I can actually spend time is what I'm wondering, because like today I made a Martha Stewart meal and I made my own ranch dressing. My ranch dressing had yeah. freshly minced garlic in it. Like, you know, <laughs> well, I, it's a good question. Why, why do I gravitate towards these services? I, the reason I like them, um, how would you do this traditionally? Normally you would sort of do some meal planning. You'd come up with some sort of grocery list. You would Mm -hmm. go purchase the items at the grocery store, and then you would basically, you know, cook them. So you're saving time right off the bat of uh, the shopping and the, 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 you know, uh, curation of those groceries. Right. So I, you're getting value right there. The other is uh, you're choosing from a series of, uh, recipes that are well tried and sort of um, obviously well liked. Mm-hmm. They obviously um, yeah. you know test well when in in front of uh, the, the groups that they're that are doing before they release them, and it kind of pushes me to um, step out of my comfort zone or get something that's a little bit different. Yeah. So a lot of these services, I don't like the basics. I want something a mm-hmm. little bit more exotic right. that I might not and do. So, and- and that might take effort. That might take effort yes. making it. But mm-hmm. I enjoy that mm-hmm. because that's almost what I'm signing up for. I'm signing up for, you know, getting me to do something a yeah. little bit different You're and try something new. signing up for the experience. And so this is kind of, and this is where I'd like to kind of reference just this, this article I sent you today. Um, it was from the takeout.com. And the article is actually called, which I love the title of this article. It's called Twitter Implodes Over a Charcuterie Board. Now, straight. <laughs> so, I love straight this. I up, love right? this. You can tell we're in for it because a who knows how to properly pronounce charcuterie? Not me. Okay. <laughs> I know, but I, it's actually charcuterie. Charcuterie. <laughs> <laughs> I, been, I took French since fourth grade. <laughs> I took two years of Francais, and I still can't say charcuterie. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I'm like, there's a cooter in charcuterie. Like, 
But what happened is this woman, I assume it's a woman, that's an assumption, but based on her profile presentation, they post this beautiful picture with the caption, made a charcuterie board for lunch. And you can see she's got a little dish of nuts. She's got a little dish of mini gherkins, which I also find to be a very hilarious word. Um, that is a funny word. Gherkin. Uh, gherkin. Anyway, uh, she's got like uh, some brie, some cheese slices, and you can see a loaf of like sliced bread, a little bit of jam, and a few like rolls of, of meat, right? And then somebody reposts and goes, what rich people eat, I guess. And right, uh-huh. you just hear the judgment right there in the tone. And it, it sounds like a lot of people jumped on that and were really giving her a lot of hell for, for uh, making a charcuterie. Making a charcuterie. Board. A charcuterie. Yeah. yeah. Charcuterie. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> And and I noticed that she went. She had to go and and defend herself quite a bit, basically saying that the total charcuterie board cost less than twenty bucks, and it was for two people. And I guess they got four meals out of it. So mm-hmm. you know, basically a total of five bucks. You know, five bucks per per meal. But um, I yeah, I guess it just mm-hmm. it, it rubs some people the wrong way, thinking that it was just sort of you know ritzy right. snobby and what's it that gave stuff, that yeah. appearance of ritziness i think it's implied in the uh, you can tell that it took prep work right like i feel yeah. amongst the many myriad of social issues that this twitter post raises as they say the fact that um it enforces a bs trope that only wealthy people deserve nice things right or or that um that people have been, I mean, there was a lot of stuff in this article, which I, I, I think it's an interesting thought process for people to should look it up and, and read it. Um, you know, they were like, well, there's a, I can't believe this comment. Some commenters, okay, highlighted the Americocentrism of disregarding charcuterie's role in European society. Okay, dude, I, I my brain, <laughs> I didn't even get that far. <laughs> I started to get into like the second sentence of that, and, and I was like, "Wow, Twitter would really hate me." <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but just at a basic level, right? It's it's just kind of funny. Like someone takes the effort to to buy five different grocery items to actually slice them individually and arrange them on a on a cutting board, and oh, whoa, we're inherent in the land of snobbery, you know. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, zoom in on the almonds and tell me if you notice they're sliced. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I was like, I, I was like, I like her. Well, what's funny is if you look at this board, oh the integrity of these almonds, it's like there's there's pepperoni. She's put pepperoni slices on her board. Uh, I know, I know. It's probably like they serve it at Subway, but apparently she's like the world's snobbiest person. I'm like, I'm like, these are, you know, I don't know the provenance of this cheese. Is that fig jam? I, 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 I can't tell. But judge away, Twitter. Judge away, dude. Oh, and they did, and And they they did. did. Okay, so that's. I think that's a pretty good wrap up. I've I've obviously been drowning in my 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 own little like, am I a snob because I like 
Martha Stewart meals where I had to, where I had to, you know, mandolin my own vegetables. And in absence of a mandolin, I'd literally spent like five whole minutes with a vegetable peeler, like creating fine slices of carrots for my, <laughs> for my meal. Uh, that's what I've been up to. So uh, Bob, how about yeah. you? This has been a very long, but lovely um, devolving conversation. What are you up to? Yeah, well, I mean, let, let's see what I've been up to. I mean, I've just been, uh, well, I, I've, I've been dealing with like power outages in the area. So my last couple of days have been quite hectic. So, um, you know, if we're, if we're talking about food, I basically lost all of mine. Oh. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, I was lucky in that my refrigerator was pretty low and I was in the process of basically doing some, some shopping and stuff. So I didn't lose a whole lot, but we got really bad, um, like rain and wind in the area yeah. and I lost power for, a little over 24 hours, uh, but I'm kind of paranoid about anything that's sort of yeah. dairy or, uh, you know, well, uh, let me ask eggs, you, milk, any of that. Did, what, what did yeah. you lose in your fridge or freezer that had brought a tear to your eye? Anything, anything that you were just like, Dah! you know, nothing, nothing that bad. So, um, well, okay, let's, 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 put put the dope on the table so to speak as far as snobbery <laughs> i had a uh, a really good um uh spanish chorizo um yeah. that i had from la tienda mm -hmm. and i didn't lose it i didn't lose it i i i checked you know that's cooked that's cured that's okay and, and that is something that would evidently as two of us took uh took french somebody told me yesterday not yesterday but a few weeks ago that la tienda literally means the store <laughs> the store so... yeah <laughs> the store and they and they sell spanish stuff yeah yeah <laughs> but it, i uh i i'm a i'm a frequent uh frequent customer of theirs mm -hmm. for, i don't know okay. quite a while so a decade, your spanish decade, chorizo maybe. was was preserved that in both, both ways that's lovely to know what else that would have brought a tear to my eye um i have been uh, on a big smoothie craze. Mm -hmm. I've been making uh, a lot of smoothies and I, I don't use um, fresh unfrozen bananas for smoothies. Mm -hmm. So I actually buy fresh bananas and then I freeze them mm -hmm. because it actually makes the texture better. I do the I same found. thing. So, same, same. Yeah. Well, you they snob. Were... How dare you buy fresh bananas? How dare I? What are those? How dare I buy fresh bananas? 29 cents <laughs> each? Oh. Right. Yeah, I, I, I'm just I'm apparently crapping all over the uh, the, the European history of food. <laughs> my, my my freezing fresh bananas, but uh, well, they Bob, you know if you don't peel the... them from the opposite end, you're not respecting the true tradition of how to peel a banana. Okay, uh, is that right? Yes. No. Americans peel Shame them on... all upside down. Shame on me. <laughs> But go on. So you lost. He lost. I lost some. I lost some bananas. Lost, I yeah. lost some. Um, I lost some like Chobani Greek yogurt. I lost some. Uh, I lost some uh, milk, so I couldn't make um, cappuccinos or lattes <laughs> or macchiatos. <laughs> so I had to drink black coffee and espresso like a chump. But oh, other than that, <laughs> oh, you low life. You low life. You're like my lice ridden low life over here. My... 
yeah, that was a humbling week for us, man. It is. I made it through. I made it through. Okay. I made it through. Okay. Oh God. Okay. I didn't have air. Con- I didn't have air conditioning again. I had to rough it. <laughs> yeah. Heaven forbid you like go and rent an Airbnb or something to. Oh God! <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> okay. All right. This isn't the Ritz Carlton. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right, so let's put a cap in this before we start getting like um, whatever. Angry, I'm ready to fight messages. all. Of, I'm ready. I'm ready to fight all of Twitter. <laughs> Thank God we don't tweet. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, so with the wrap up of of our what we did last week, <laughs> glad to hear that it amounted to some lost bananas in my head. Um, I would like. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I would like to take a moment to make a public service announcement. So uh, as part of our, I feel as part of our um, duty and due diligence as, as citizens in this country, I'd like to inform anybody who's listening right now, your onion's bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is a great all of this is a this is a great week for me this is a great week for me because as 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 a uh, a foodie uh you know which god i hate that term i just another self-loathing thing whatever Um, i'd rather be called a fooder not a foodie right it's like star trek you could be a trekker or a trekkie and one of these is worse Mm. but i don't remember which one um go ahead a a fooder um (laughs) I hate onions. I hate onions and mayonnaise. The two things I hate. I can't stand raw onion. So I am. I'm thrilled that these uh, things are all bad. Um, if I were dictator of the world, I'd make them illegal tomorrow. Dude. Just, okay. Well, we're just gonna... there's always a replacement. There's always a replacement for. Onions. How do you feel about shallots now that we're full on snobbering? Um, shallots definitely don't have um, as much. So I actually was looking up this thing on reddit uh so this is someone perfectly described it and it's supposedly a genetic thing almost like um the uh cilantro tasting like Mm -hmm. so um fun fact i have that gene Mm -hmm. so cilantro tastes exactly like soap to me uh even another fun fact i still eat cilantro (laughs) (laughs) but uh, i know i know but but onion someone described it as battery acid tongue and i'm like Yep, that was that's it. Whoa! If I if I taste a raw onion, the um the the only way I can describe the taste for me is it's like this incredibly, sh- uh, like shock, uh, like burn almost on the tongue. It's like being zapped with like you know someone taking like a even with, battery and putting even it in with the cooked onions. No, no, just it's not. Ones? It's not. Okay. It's just the raw ones. Uh-huh. But here's the here's the weird thing. Well, no wonder you don't is... like salsa, right? Is that right? You don't like salsa? I love I love salsa. Oh, I don't okay. like pico de gallo because pico de gallo has the raw well, onion. I, in oh it. my god! I, I must water, have been thinking it, about yeah. like the other podcast that I secretly conduct um, that never oh. knows about. <laughs> my bad. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 uh it's just the raw okay. the raw onion. Okay, so for, for everybody listening, um, whether or not you feel that, that onions are like battery acid and an open wound burning in your mouth for eternity, like Bob, uh, yes. <laughs> the FDA has a recall for Thomas International 
red, yellow, white, and sweet yellow onions because of possible salmonella. Thus endeth our PSA. Please check the FDA website for pictures. Good riddance. <laughs> oh, God. All right. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> God, Bob. All right. So, <laughs> okay, then. Um, you know, uh, I'm so glad we had this little talk because it, it makes us a, a really great intro for what I've decided we need to be doing more public services. And then as a new public service, we're also introduce, introducing a new segment called Why Did You Tell Me That? Uh, pending a better name. <laughs> and uh, Bob's laughing because I actually covered this during our lost episode and it was fantastic. Bob made these really horrific uh, uh, noises when I, I, I told him. It's the, the whole thing's about fig wasps. And, and just for that. Um, because... Oh, I'll probably make those noises again. <laughs> right. Well, just to make sure. Gross. Nope. Nobody loses the impact. I'm going to pause at, at, at moments in order for you to produce a noise, Bob. Oh, okay. Just like that. Perfect. Okay. So here we go. So for, uh, I'd like to start off by quoting Aristotle as noted in his history of animals. The fruits of the wild fig contain fig wasps. These begin life as grubs and the adult splits its skin and flies out of the fig to find and enter a cultivated fig. So those lovely words from Aristotle, but not describing the true horror of the fig wasps, mainly that, as some of you may or may not know, if every, in every fig you eat, there is indeed a dead wasp. <laughs> Thank you, Bob, perfect. <laughs> That was not planned. <laughs> Beautiful. This bodes well for our second episode of Why Did You Tell Me That? But um, anyway, coming next week pending any horrific accidents. Um, Gross. <laughs> so essentially what happens is that uh, the, uh, a female wasp will enter a hole in an unripe fig uh, through an opening, Okay. And this is part of a pollination process because the, the female uh, wasp actually has pollen on it. And so it enters into uh, this fig. It will actually um, lay eggs inside the fig. And some, the thing is, uh, once the female gets in the, the fig and lays its eggs, it's actually almost impossible for it to get out, right? It may turn around, it may try to get back out through the hole in the process, losing parts of its, its, its wings, its exoskeleton. It's just like, it's, it's really a, a raw deal there, right? Bob. I mean, it, 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 I know what you're, what you're cueing me for, but I'm gagging. Oh, that okay, noise is not, that noise is not making sure. <laughs> it's basically a burial. You're eating a burial site for wasps. Yeah, yeah, you are. Because as you are alluding to, it's not just the female wasp who dies in this fig, right? After she lays eggs in this, in the fig, um, it turns out the, the male uh, wasps that are in these eggs will actually hatch. They hatch inside the, the fig. They actually can go and fertilize female wasp eggs 
that are also still in the fig. And then without ever leaving the fig, these wingless male wasps will try to escape inadvertently digging escape tunnels for for the other for the females but they wind up dying too it's just like Ugh. dead wingless wasp corpses and then when the female wasps hatch they're the ones who successfully make it out of the fig you know and as part of the process i i believe they actually gather some pollen as they make it out over i assume can only be the corpses of their mates and uh <laughs> they, they, yes thank you and then they fly out to begin this cycle again. So there you have it. The, 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 as you stated so well, Bob, every fig burial ground. It's a burial ground. It's a burial ground of wasps. That is absolutely foul. And I remember um, you had told me this a couple of years ago. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't think I've had a fig since you told me that. <laughs> Right? Oh, that's right. Because I told you, as we were eating figs wrapped in uh -huh. prosciutto, because those are the kind of food snobs that we are, and that's the kind of friend I am. Uh, well, <laughs> and then, so you, yeah, you were just like, you know, I'm sitting there eating along, I'm enjoying this, and you're like, I don't know if you jumped right into it, like, hey, by the way, you're eating a dead wasp right now. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I do remember specifically um, regretting asking you to explain in more detail what you were talking about i kept thinking to myself why didn't i just let that go you know i could... and there you were eager to explain the, what exactly i was eating at the time and uh yeah and sadly it wasn't even a play to get more of the the figs than than you i honestly wanted to share the horrific details which i, I guess makes this perfect for the show that that would have been Machiavellian level genius if it was like, I'm going to just completely repulse, <laughs> repulse him the entire time. Those figs are mine. But... Uh, maybe next time, Bob. <laughs> yeah. Well, careful what you ask for. Oh, but, um, you know, if, if, if people still want to eat figs, by all means do. Um, I will probably try to uh, push it out of mind if, um, if I'm, <laughs> If you know, if I'm going to eat one again and 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 proceed forward. So not me. I'm but, just going with solid no. I'm okay with solid that. no. Solid no. So, you can have them all, all of them. Yours. Wow. Yeah. So burial ground for wasps. What you don't <laughs> learn. What you don't learn. <laughs> oh yay! Okay. Oh dude, I'm so excited for our news roundup. Uh, okay. Well, if you are, I have uh, I got a couple items that I thought were. Uh, interesting this week. I'd love to share. Yay. Okay. Charcuterie. Oh, sorry. Go. Uh, we, we covered that one already. <laughs> oh, my bad. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I assume the answer is yes, but uh, have you ever seen The Princess Bride? Oh, my God. Yes. Everybody, oh. right? And just yeah. like everybody, I'm against a remake because the first one is perfect just the way it oh, is. Oh, I would not. That would not be cool with me at all. Mm -hmm. I've never even heard that. I've never even heard a rumor that they were planning on oh, remaking The Princess Bride. Yes. In fact, it was a really good Carrie Elwes, evidently. He was the he played the Dread Pirate Robert. Oh, yeah. Of he course. Even, he even put out a tweet saying um, something along the lines of, 
there's only, you know, so many perfect movies in the world. It would be a shame to ruin this one. Do not, seriously, do not remake mm-hmm. that movie. It just, there's just bad idea all around. Don't do it. It's Next, not. Yeah. Yeah. But the uh, reason I bring this up is, uh, you know, Mandy Patinkin was in that movie. He was also in the show Homeland. Oh, dude, um, he's been in so many shows. I, I hear that he actually, uh, I remember him from Criminal Minds, but I mean, oh, no, wait, was he in Criminal Minds? I don't know. I mean, he's, he's also yeah, a musician. He he's, he's, he's been a in musician. Yeah. Broadway, he's done, he's done a bunch of Broadway. He's done a lot of um, stuff. Yeah, he has. he's been around the block for sure. Well, um, he was in the news, and I thought this article was was really uh, funny. So the article, uh, the headline was, Mandy Patinkin has deleted about 28,000 emails so far, which is kind of, you know, a little odd. But the the gist of it is um, he's on vacation with his family, I guess his wife and his son and their, their dog, and to occupy his time – um, his wife has tasked him with going through about uh, 38,000 unread emails. Um, and why would she do this? Because apparently it brings him a lot of joy and satisfaction, either reading or deleting them in an ongoing effort to hit inbox zero, <laughs> <laughs> which I just thought was was pretty funny. Um, oh, on a, on a, on a, on a couple like, reasons. Uh, they're like the the last known holdouts of of inbox zero getting things done. Oh, I do, do know some inbox zero people, um, mm-hmm. which I am not. In fact, when I read this article and I saw thirty eight thousand emails, I'm like, she's a rookie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I I have uh, hundreds of thousands of unread emails <laughs> in my uh, in my inbox as we speak, but. Um, Dude, I just yes, think that's I funny. I am a proponent of inbox everything. I <laughs> inbox everything. I actually, a uh, side note, not to get nerdy here, but I did just learn uh, the the feature of the snooze uh, snooze button on an email, where basically if you get an email and you are uh, not in the right uh, frame of mind to deal with it at the at the time, but you know you will be later. You can actually put a snooze on the email where it will disappear from your inbox and re-pop up later. Whoa, I didn't even know you could do that. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm such I will, a, uh... oh, God. Well, there's a, something happening to it, or? or. No, I mean, it It, it would, I mean, okay, let's, let's get, in the, get in the account. You, but mean, you can just snooze stuff. You can just snooze stuff. Basically, it'll just, uh, it's just basically a, a, Wait, a hold on. user experience trick. So if I understand this correctly, it's for people who love email so much they can receive it twice. <laughs> it's not. It's not that they receive it twice. It more, think of it more of it temporarily disappearing. It's like a hide and seek with an email. No, that's it's not what much... I heard. I heard it's like if I love getting an email so much the first time, I can click snooze and I can get it again. <laughs> <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, bless Mandy Patinkin. And, and if anyone sees this beautiful photo, he looks so happy. He's sitting he there. Does. He looks so happy he, deleting he, email. <laughs> it just looks like he's fighting a noble fight right now. He's just marching you towards looking inbox. You that, that email sender with the six fingers, Mandy. You find him. <laughs> Did you see the quote? His quote was, 
uh, I guess they were recording him. He said, nothing gets me more excited than hitting one, and it's like 1,300, and then I delete it. (laughs) 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 Uh, Wow, good on him. Keep fighting the good fight. That's the hero we need right now. That's the hero we need. (laughs) It is. I I could put him to work if he's interested. (laughs) I, I could keep him busy for a year. Um, oh man, what else? Yeah, so, so I saw that. Um, I did see another interesting article that was pandemic related, and it said a Texas what? company looks. Well, yeah, I guess I mean it is these days. Uh, but it says a Texas company looks to unload uh, forty-two excess tons of airline nuts. This is something I would have never thought of. But hold um, on, you know what's hilarious about this? Are there forty-two hmm. like? wanted tons of airline nuts that's the implication right that you can have 42 tons of air airline nuts just to start out with because if you remember oh man right i don't even like nuts as a snack on an airline right i'm holding out for good snacks i i, I change airline choices just so i can get good snacks so, i know we talked about this before yeah yeah so to have 42 excess tons of nuts dude well this was a company that and why they had this was they were selling these nuts to American Airlines and American Airlines was basically providing them for their their passengers. And since they're not serving nuts on the planes anymore, they basically have changed some of their procedures to make it a little bit more. Uh, everything is like pre-bagged and they're actually supplying like sanitizer. Long story short, they're not supplying these nuts anymore. So this company has an outrageous amount of nuts that they just were unable to uh, and not, not just any nuts. You're right. Like little bags of 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 what do they say here? Little 1.25 pound bags. 70,000 of them. <laughs> yeah. And well, I think they they could potentially uh, repackage them. It did say that they have donated because I know the first thing that pops into into people's minds popped into mind was, well, don't they just give this to the food bank? Well, they did. They actually gave uh, 500,000 pounds to food banks. Uh, nationwide, but they do have to get uh, some return on it just or else they're going to, you know, their numbers are going to hurt. Yeah, so they're trying to come up with ways that they can recuperate the the losses. So they've actually opened stores um, where they were going to be selling this. They were looking at potentially selling these online, but Uh... they're basically scrambling to try and get some kind of return back on these outrageous number of nuts that they just were planning on selling to american airlines that that well is going dry so uh good news bob um i've scrolled through this article and for any of our listeners who were not totally offended by our our snobbery (laughs) they're selling both they're selling two kinds of mixes there's a first class nut mix and Mm. an aloha blend <laughs> what's the aloha blend does that have macadamia in it probably not well i don't know what's in it but it says that uh, these are the nuts that they would sell for flights going to hawaii don't aren't they the <laughs> same nuts <laughs> don't they just give them to you twice <laughs> well bob i don't know i guess we're not fancy enough i haven't been on a flight to hawaii anytime lately so wow. i can't tell you yeah. Okay, I, I would assume they're the same nuts. All right, but <laughs> sounds like sounds like branding branding to me. So that's uh, that that caught my eye. Um, and something else that caught my eye, uh, if we're talking about 
uh, an excess of food or something that's going to go bad. Um, there's a whole bunch of ketchup that's going to go bad as well. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ketchup goes bad? Well, uh, or it's going to go unused or thrown out. I'll tell you why. Um, okay, because there's no the, way I can believe that ketchup will go bad. I mean, well, it can, can if there's <laughs> a, can if it gets confiscated by the federal agents for having large quantities of marijuana in it, because that's what Jeez! happened. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened in that's what happened in Texas. Uh, they thought it'd be a good idea to smuggle a pot in ketchup. Um, and I guess federal agents were able to, uh, to, to catch that. I'm surprised normally, you know, didn't that was used to put like to, to get the dogs, uh, the sniffing of the dogs off, they would put like cocaine and coffee, coffee beans. And that, that thing seemed to work. I wouldn't expect ketchup to work. Well, obviously well, it didn't work. I'm thinking is it's like a two for one, right? You can get high and then you have a condiment for all your snacks. That's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, I mean, not that I know anything about this. This is just you, based on what I've seen on movies. Totally. So be, oh, to, of course, of course. You know, this is, you know, but but this is a uh, this is definitely a. No, think about it. This is definitely a two birds with one stone kind of thing. Like, you know, you could definitely handle the munchy cravings with the uh, mm-hmm. just just put this ketchup on the uh, <laughs> on, on the nuts the, on the, on the white on your Aloha nuts. Yeah. On the, on the White Castle right away. <laughs> no, dude, we gotta help. We gotta help, like the the airline nut people. People, put ketchup on your nuts. Good idea. <laughs> could, could could that could that be done? How could you use ketchup on nuts? Let me think about it. What is wrong with you? You're oh, on the I nut. got it. I got it. I got it. Congo chicken mambe. It's an African dish, which actually uh, is uh, uh, based with peanuts. And, and that they they form into a peanut butter, and they and ketchup uh, is part of that Congo chicken mambe. So if you could have Congo chicken mambe with some with some ganja in it, you're in for a you're in for a pretty good pretty good recipe here. Bob, I, I'd like to apologize. Okay, I, uh, I'd like what? to apologize because way back in episode one, you described yourself as a foodie. And yet, through all these episodes, not once have I ever, ever asked you anything that has gotten you remotely close to displaying your your talent in this area. And yet, just now, when I was like, put ketchup on your nuts, you just whipped out some kind of amazeball <laughs> recipe. <laughs> well, it's, it's uh, I wouldn't call it amazing. I actually, I've had it and I didn't like it. But anyway, <laughs> uh, it is... Uh, Congo chicken mambe. It's a it's a African dish, and I'm kind of impressed that I could remember that. It's pretty good. <laughs> there you have recipes. Uh, someday when we have a a Patreon, um, we'll we'll probably you know put <laughs> Bob's amazing drawings on there. Maybe some uh, recipes. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> my 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 uh, my notes. Yeah, you could have an Instagram with my uh, my notes and drawings. <laughs> oh well, that being said, I guess it's a, it's a good time. It, to, speaking of your notes, I guess we can we can go on to the question of the day. Unless there's anything else you'd like to add to the news roundup, it's no. I think I, I think that's good. I mean, I, you know, what have we learned basically? You know, uh, what have uh, we what have we learned? Mandy Patinkin is funny. <laughs> <laughs> and, Don't uh, eat figs. Yeah. Don't yeah, eat figs. Don't, 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 don't eat figs. And, uh, you know, you know what? I got to say, I hated that Congo chicken mambe. Honestly, I couldn't stand it. It would have been, uh, I might have 
been better off if the uh, if the ganja was in it. That might have helped me out. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so for not to not to you know not to throw people off, the you know African peanut stew can be quite delicious. I believe it's probably a variant of this recipe Bob is thinking of mm-hmm. that also uses peanuts and tomatoes, not quite ketchup. Yeah, um, and it and- was the ketchup that made it gross, honestly. Mm-hmm. So maybe go back a little bit closer to nature. But I was about to say, just realizing like in all of this, uh, you know what? The National Fig Board, don't don't try to sponsor us, dude. I, I don't no. want. <laughs> We're OK. <Pass. laughs> we use free software. We don't we don't need the money. <laughs> no, exactly right. Well, I'm ready. I'm ready for the question when you are. OK. OK. So here we go. Uh, question of the day lovingly farmed and raised uh, by hand in America uh, straight out of Reddit Uh, (laughs) here we go I got my notes I'm ready to go all right here we go this is from a 23 year old female um, with uh, involving a 26 year old male are we ready Bob I'm ready yeah. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> I'm going to read it as, uh, as stated. Um, here we go. My husband and I have been dating for about eight years since high school. I moved in a bit before quarantine set in, and during lockdown, he proposed. All was great until he kept hinting that he wanted us to have our wedding at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'm oh, sorry. I shouldn't have laughed. Okay. All right. Writing that one down. Okay, guys. Make sure you draw that big golden arch. I, I, okay. I, I'm drawing the big, big red McDonald's uh, Ronald shoe. <laughs> oh, God, the shoe. Yes. This sounds stupid, at least to me. <laughs> okay. I appreciate how there's a caveat, right? Yes. This is open for a difference in opinion. Maybe it's right. not stupid. <laughs> um, good, good. That's good, because when you're in a relationship, got to be open. Okay, I appreciate the direct response. <laughs> in high school, when we, start, when we were dating, we went to McDonald's almost every day after school with friends. In a way, it's how we started dating. I think he wants it to be in honor of that. But I don't want my wedding to be at McDonald's. He said that they have McDonald's weddings in Japan and birthday parties in the U.S., <laughs> Right? Like when you're sick. Okay, exactly. Sorry. Yeah. They, they have slides and they have like the little uh, ball the pits. Yeah, the ball pits. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't see why our wedding has to be there. I don't even know how we'd arrange one. Yes, logistics. That's, that's where you want to go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I eventually asked him to stop joking about it yesterday because it was getting old. But he looked offended and basically asked me why I thought it would be a joke. And we haven't really been talking since. I Uh, thought relationships were supposed to be 50-50. What do I do to fix this? There you have it, Bob. Okay. Uh, Okay. All right. So I I guess this is pretty, pretty simple one. Pretty simple scenario. So we have right. Who doesn't want to get a proposal during a pandemic? Life goes on. Let's go to McDonald's. <laughs> well, meaning this one is a little bit simpler than some of the others that we've had. Dude, is McDonald's still selling? 
I, I just recently heard that no one's buying fast food breakfast anymore. So, well, and, you know, Taco Bell got rid of all their potatoes. Really? I didn't know. I did not know that. that yeah. Taco Bell, they trimmed their menu in response to pandemic, like purchasing, but, uh, but I, I derail, please continue. Well, so, okay. Um, all right. So, so the gist of this, I think if we were going to boil down the scenario here, um, all right, so so you know we have the we have the location we have the the location being McDonald's. We'll get into the the implication of all that in a second. But the the simplest breakdown of this question to me is just a disagreement on wedding venue. So um, <laughs> yes. you know what I mean? It's so simple. <laughs> I mean, it's a, let's just let's just start there. It's a simple disagreement over over a wedding venue. Um, now. On top of that, it seems like she thinks they this already idea have is... seats. There's already little plastic seats. Okay, I'm sorry. Exactly. Like she, she thinks this idea is ridiculous, and I guess maybe he thinks this is some sort of mis- like nostalgic or um, sort of touching, mm-hmm. touching gesture or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, full transparency. I, th- I think this idea is ridiculous. I think it would be a uh, a really silly, horrible idea to have a wedding at McDonald's, and that would never work. So I completely agree with her. <laughs> with that being said, uh, if we look at it as the simple breakdown of a disagreement over a location or a venue for a wedding, they are going to have to go through the same exercise as any couple would be that is having a disagreement on a venue. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to, they're going to have to compromise. They're going to have to come up with something that works for, for the two of them. Um, mm-hmm. So they're going to have to start that exercise right away. They're going to have to go through a lifetime of compromising <laughs> with one another. If they're going to be building a life together. So uh, this is going to be, uh, be the first start. And the other thing they're probably going to have to address is I'm sure he is going to have his feelings hurt and especially he's probably going to feel small and uh silly if if he's gonna feel like a small and broken french fry left behind (laughs) when somebody's inconsiderate boyfriend (laughs) takes all the good long one oh oh, wait (laughs) wrong week wrong week you you solved that problem a couple weeks ago right that's right your suggestion was to buy two sets of fries, and I think that was a good suggestion. <laughs> yes. uh, unfortunately, here they don't have that. Uh, they don't have that super size option. They <laughs> have to uh, blend a bit and figure out a uh, something that works for for the two of them. Um, and he's yeah. probably going to feel like she thinks he's ridiculous, and I think that's probably gonna gonna have to hurt and he's gonna have to admit that and they're gonna have to work through it but at the end of the day they're gonna have to find a location that works for for both of them yeah uh, honestly why would you want to have a wedding at mcdonald's oh Um, no okay let's not i mean i i a i always appreciate your honest opinion same same i would not get married in a mcdonald's but that being said, I, I had my next day breakfast at a Waffle House. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so there's something to be said for having a little kitsch in, oh, your, of course. in your experience. Um, <laughs> there would, but I just can't imagine uh, cramming a number of people um, into a uh, 
you know, at McDonald's while someone is going up to the soda fountain machine and there's cars going through a drive through You're right, right? Let's be said. What are the three? I think we had stated this before on our last. It was like baby Ella in an urn who's been dead for two years. Are we allowed to carry her up the aisle? There's only three things you need to have a, a really good wedding. And that's good music. Um, actually, it's not even good music, honestly, but just okay music. You need music, you need booze, and you need food. And while McDonald's definitely has something that you can label as a food product, I'm not <laughs> sure they have booze. So. Not, there's no, there's no booze. There's, there's probably free refills on the fountain drinks, which is a nice perk. But there's, <laughs> there's, there's no booze. And the other thing that you need to have a good wedding, I think, is. Um, uh, no drama, no family drama. And so maybe think... a bride who doesn't look like she's regretting her life decisions. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, who's, who would actually perform the ceremony? I wonder if they could get the hamburglar. No, <laughs> he's got a black and white outfit. It's kind of like a priest. It, it is. You kind of beat me to the punch. I was like, is someone going to dress up as a, as a Ronald or something like that to perform the ceremony? Yeah, but... I mean, I can't name any of the other characters, so it's it's kind of low on. Like, I remember there's that really scary purple thing. Do you remember? Like, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about, but I do not remember uh, remember what that was. I'm trying to remember if they named that caricature in any of the Happy Meal things that they had. But um, yeah, I'm trying to can't remember now. There was like a really big purple thing and some kind of bird, birdie or bird. What the heck are the names of Ronald's friends? I don't know. Uh, friends' names? Man, I never, man, my history search is really messed up. Oh, the purple thing's called Grimace. Wow. Okay. I, I learned something. Well. I learned something today. Why? Grimace? <laughs> okay. Anyway. So, yeah, I guess my answer would be, my answer would be that these two are going to have to... Uh, like any couple, uh, compromise on a wedding mm -hmm. venue, find something that works for both of them. Mm -hmm. And then they're probably going to have to go and address his hurt feelings because I'm sure he's going to feel silly and small that she thinks his idea, which is intended to be this big romantic nostalgic gesture, uh, <laughs> falls on uh, deaf ears and she thinks is ridiculous. So I'm sure that is a punch in the gut. I, I'm with you. You know, I advise them to delay this, this, uh, just extend this engagement a little longer until they've actually worked out how to communicate with each other. Because as you, the key point that you've identified, what he thinks is romantic, she thinks is stupid. And dude, right. that's yeah. bad. <laughs> that's, that's, that's probably pretty bad. That's, uh, that's probably, right? I'm not a recall. professional, but that can't be good. That can't be good. Yeah, recall, just like all those Thomas onions right now lady you got an onion on your hands time to <laughs> time to deal with it <laughs> that's funny so yeah that's my answer that's a good question yeah yeah it's a good it's a good one all right so here we are at the end and uh, bob you and i discuss this normally as we've admitted to everybody in the world we're we're really just running this off of our phones and usually we just tell each other what a awesome time we have like you know yapping around and uh, we say goodbye but today we have a treat as i said before there is a treat bob what's the treat the treat is uh we had mentioned i guess on the previous episode that we published and we didn't even get a chance to talk about this 
today, um, you had recommended the movie uh, Eurovision um, uh, to, for me to watch that. And yes, I Tim did. Farrell, not Tim Farrell, Will Farrell. Will Farrell movie. I went off and watched it right away, and I, I, I thought it was hilarious. I got quite a kick out of it. I actually texted you right away when I, when I watched it. Um, I thought the movie was really funny. The, the music and production in it was actually really good. I mean, it was intended to be, like, silly, and and um, the songs, I think, were supposed to only be, you know, mm-hmm. not great quality kind of thing, but mm-hmm. the trick of it was they only guided you in that direction because of the lyrics, but the songs are actually really catchy and good. Yeah, actually, and w- I just heard something new. Somebody told me, and I haven't, like, substantiated this, but I also recommended this to my trainer and he watched it and he told me that he heard that Will Ferrell really worked with the Eurovision Song Contest people. I knew that he had gone backstage last year um, to research how it went, but I was informed that they also um, helped like test market it because they want this movie to also be respectful of Eurovision Song Contest and that the audiences in Europe who love the contest wouldn't be offended by his portrayal. So evidently there were some audience tests to make sure that this movie was a, a res- kind of a respectful portrayal, even though it's a, a Will Ferrell movie, which we all know can get really irreverent, um, but still a, an enjoyable experience for, for not just Americans, but you know the international audience as well. Yeah, I mean, for someone that's obviously not... Uh... Uh, from from Europe and has never even seen a Eurovision contest. I didn't know what it was until I saw this movie, to be honest. But oh, me neither. My my gut feel would be having seen the movie that um, they do do a pretty respectful job uh, of of representing it. I mean, I think the only characters in the movie that are seen as a little bit sort of goofy, they're just kind of um, it's basically just Will Ferrell is yeah. the only one that's seen as a little bit goofy. Uh, and and my favorite character in the entire movie, by far, it's not even close, is um, this. <laughs> There's a a guy in their hometown that just screams at them to play his favorite song, uh, and will only let them play "Ya Ya Ding Dong," and he demands that they play it all the time. I love Ya Ya Ding Dong. Ya Ya Ding Dong. Play it, play it. I love this guy, and um, you know, I guess our our treat for you is you actually have composed a rendition of that catchy delight ya ya ding dong uh on your uke and uh it's to be fair it was the internet tutorial but i did do a faithful rendition of it so and and it's terrific so um you know as our parting gift we will uh we'll let it rip ya ya ding dong ya ya ding dong so i'll talk to you next time (laughs) thank you always a pleasure always a pleasure bye
Oh, 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 oh,